podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. back for for this Sunday night one week to go before football is back don't be minding that Nation League or whatever it's fucking called um, one more week until our weekends of football are back I'm with Shawnee Keith and Emma tonight and I've thrown them an absolute curveball um, for a Sunday night I've asked them to name the 10 greatest Liverpool players of all time now I will say from the offset a couple of them may have gone with the greatest couple of them may have gone with the best because um, they are two different things and they will probably stipulate that when they get to their list. Um, Shawnee, it's hard, isn't it, to put 10 in? To just pick 10, I think it's so fucking hard. Yeah, when I was having a look, um, f- first of all, this is something that's so subjective because like growing up in different areas of Liverpool, yeah. Different players mean different things to people, and I think we'll probably see that reflecting in lists. Like, and then you coin it. Recency boys has kind of gone against some of the current crop with probably how the last couple of months in the season have played out. So the, the ideas you have in your head would have been not what you think, but when you're looking through the list, yeah, we've we've really been fucking blessed to have some unbelievable players that never played. To be honest with you, and it was just. Legends throughout, and oh, mine basically is the greatest. I'll state that now. Mine is going by the greatest, and I think the greatest and the best is two different things: technical ability and greatness. They oh, his internet's having a wobbler, and he was on fire there as well. Oh, I was on fire. He was doing so fucking well, and then his internet went and done that on him. Um, Emma, I'll come to you. Well, Johnny sorts himself. You said yeah. before you come on, this has literally taken up every waking moment since you asked me to do this four yeah. days ago. Remember, remember <laughs> when he, how he used to feel on a Friday being told you've a test on a Monday and yeah. that kind of Sunday night, and then you hear the Glen Row music and you think, oh shit, we're fucking tested. That's what it's been like. It's changed personnel about 150 times, it's changed order about 400 times. But um, I was going with what I felt was the best and um, not necessarily the greatest. And there is, like Shani said, not not necessarily recency bias, but I, I know Liverpool had great uh, players in the early to late 70s as well, but I couldn't possibly come on and say, yeah, I think he's the, the best and not be able to say anything about him. Do you know what I mean? So um, mine is kind of more kind of leaning towards 80s, Onwards, and I'm sure we'll be able to give some honourable mentions as well towards the end. Yeah. Um, Keith, some say the great, some say the best. Um, you can go either way with it. Some will will go from seventies onwards. Some will go before that. Um, 
was it hard to do your list? Because I asked you for a list and you kind of come back and went, yeah, there's my list. It was fairly quick. Uh, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. I feel that's a bit of a slug in the gut by Emmett there, you know, knowing quite well that I'm going to have players before the 80s. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but you I probably mean, watch videos on them. Do you know what I mean? That's I true. I mean, the skill yeah. with half of them, Emmett. You know, I'm older <laughs> than I look. Um, I think, you know, I, I've mixed and matched. I, I've gone for Liverpool's sort of um, greatest servants, but I've made an exception here and there. So um, I just think it's one of them, you know, it's it's easy to pick this list from the 80s onwards because we've had a lot of talent in that time. Do you know what I mean? We've had so many quality players, so many exceptional players, but that sort of doesn't look back at the history of the club as well and, and the success that Liverpool had. I mean, I done a podcast a while ago on uh, with um about Billy Little. Do you know what I mean? Like and, and Billy Little, spoiler alert, he's not on my list. And I just felt that there's so many great players that right, we may not have seen, but we've seen videos of them, we've we've read and we've heard stories of and and to me I love the history of the game, I love the history of Liverpool and I just felt that I had to include some of these players. Now it's not all from the black and white days, just a selection. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was a tough one to do. I did actually, I chopped and changed loads of mine, Gav. I just, uh, I was actually going to text you earlier to change my order and I said, no, I'll leave it as it is. He probably <laughs> you, has it done. No, no, I didn't. I, I, I was I only going to, I knew there was going to be changes coming, so I kind of left it till about eight o'clock waiting yeah. for some years to come in and, and give it loads. Um, look, we're going to get into it. This is really a chance for us to have a load of names up on screen, talk about them, how good they were, highlights and stuff like that. And listen, people will agree with a lot of it. People will disagree with a lot of it, but that's how it goes. Um, so let's um, let's have a look. Now, I don't want to show everyone the, the list. Jesus, if I show everyone the list straight off, they just turn off and go to bed. Yeah. So give me a second. Um, but you had this on the manager when you're annoyed with you, Gav, doing your top 10 from number one. Yeah, well, because I was just you trying, to, I was just top trying of the pops, to. People would be turning off. At I was just past trying seven. to fucking store some conversation up. Don't worry about it. Um, but anyway, look, let's let's get in here, right? So this is how it's going to look for the even. Four of us are still on screen. Shawnee, Keith, Emma, one to ten, um, and we're going to go obviously from ten down to one. And when we reveal the tree of picked, let's just talk about them. Look. Sooness is going to come up a couple of times, so we we'll let you talk about Sooness, and then if he comes up again, we'll we'll skip over Sooness. Um, Antico says, seeing some of legends say Gerard second only to Dalglish. Um, a few people have thrown the ten in there, and I've kind of held them for later. I will give them a shout out later. But let's start with number ten, right? So let's reveal who you've gone for at number ten. So Sean has gone for Graham Sooness. Keith has gone for Emily News. Emma has gone for Michael Owen. Now, when I seen Michael Owen on the list, I went, wow. He's absolutely thrown himself in the deep end there. But I'll leave him for a minute. Shawnee, Graeme Sooness at number 10 for you. What has him at number 10? Look at what he's done. Look at what he achieved at the club. Um, again, it's one I had to kind of do a little bit of research on and <laughs> Like the kids of today or the boomers as they call them would just be familiar with Graeme Sooness in terms of um, witch hunting the likes of Paul Pogba oh, or probably being a bit of an old head on RTE and just but or, or a hatchet man like when it, when it came to football like a hatchet man uh, 
there's a there's an English rapper called Dave, and he put up a status about Sunes years ago, saying, "Yeah, nobody wanted to be a dusty baller, Graham Sunes." And then he actually someone sent him a link, and he goes, "I actually take that back. I didn't know he was like that." Sunes was an incredible footballer, on top of everything else that he had. Don't get me wrong, that we love to tackle, but his ability was out his out his world. He could pick a pass. His aerial ability is reading in the game. His goal scoring the goal. Just look at the goals he scored, and he's pinging the ball around the pitch. I don't think Sunes quite gets the love for the footballer he is. It's similar with Roy Keane. I don't think people give Roy <coughs> Keane the credit for just how good of a technical player he was. And I think Sunes falls in the line there. And I'm sure like one or two of the lads actually might have him higher, but for me, he had to be in the top ten. <clears throat> I'm not old enough to remember Sunes. Um he joins the club in seventy eight. Seventy eight, yeah. Um wins the European Cup in his fourth season. He he's, he makes the assist, doesn't he, to Daglish at Wembley against Bruges. Mm. He leaves in eight I want to say eighty four. Yeah. Um goes to was it Sampdoria he went Sampdoria. to? Sampdoria, yeah. Sampdoria. Um uh, so when I was growing up in the eighties, I always remember the, the history of Liverpool. Right, yeah, or the early nineties it was. You, you got this video VHS, the history of Liverpool, BBC job, wasn't it? yeah, and it only went up to like nineteen ninety one, obviously because it was the early eighties. Like I think some of the last matches in it was like Oxera Anfield and stuff like that. Um, My copy of that only went up to eighty six. Mark, no, I had one up to ninety one. Mark mm. Walters, um, I'm nearly sure it was Mark Walters against Oxera in around ninety one. But um, the bits of Sunes in it, you're dead right. He just. He marshaled the midfield. He was strong. He was athletic. He, had, he he could move. He wasn't slow. He could pick a pass. He he could assist. He could score. Good, really good goals. He gets one against United on the le- left foot and smashes it in at the Anfield Road end. But he was just... And the thing is, with the technology nowadays that we have, you're seeing more and more of these, you know, three, four, five-minute videos of older players Gone in the seventies, where you can look and go, Jesus Christ, he was good, and Sunes was right up there for me. Like he was just when you, when, when, I, when people say, I'll tell you how good I think he was, just from the, the limited stuff I've seen of him, and I've tried to watch as much as I can. When you say, would you what player would you put into this Liverpool side? I think Sunes comes out on top for a load of times, especially when you're talking yeah. around the issues we are perceived to have in midfield. Yeah. And look what he won, Gav. Look what he won as well. And uh, that that's gonna be something that I kinda that's gonna be the common theme of my my ten is what did they achieve at the club? What did that time at the club mean? when they left, what was their legacy? And when you look at Sunes, he, he won everything twice, didn't he? At least. So he, no, he wins he wins the European Cup in seventy eight, eighty one eighty four. Eighty three, yeah. Yeah. And so we wins, I think he wins four four league titles, I think. Five. Yeah. Five, sorry. And he win a stack of league cups in yeah. the 80s as well. Four so or he won, they won four of them, yeah. Yeah, four in the best. The player is decorated as soon as being number 10 on my list with show you kind what we're at here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is kind of the plethora of legends that Liverpool have to pick from. Yeah. Keith, you've gone, I'm, I'm leaving Michael on for last. <laughs> Emlyn Hughes. Yeah, Emlyn Ewell's crazy horse. Again, um, you're watching that VHS, aren't you? Because he comes up. I love that time. VHS. I watched that VHS. Honest to God, I used to watch that every day. Um, when I was younger, like in my house, that 
that was constantly on. And um, Emily Hughes was such an important player. Now, my man and I are huge Liverpool fans as well, and they used to go and watch them a lot. And, and I picked up a lot of stuff from listening to them. So some of these footballers, you know, will be... You know, you hear about them and then you read about them and you see the videos and all that. And Emlyn News, like my man loved Emlyn News. And he was just an infectious character. You know, when Bill Shankly brings him in, he's just talking about his enthusiasm. And again, Gav, like in that video, you know, you see him, he's running, he's doing everything, smile on his face, a bit of a head case, called the crazy horse, never stopped, perpetual motion all the time. And as Sean, he said, you look at what players have won and, you know, put your medals on the table and... He wins two, he captains us, sorry, to the first two European Cups. And I think there's an awful lot to be said for that and sim- symbolically, do you know what I mean? He won Player of the Year as well, I think, in 77. He played over 600 games for Liverpool and he scored a stack of goals. I think he might have got over 50 goals as well or in and around that, you know what I mean? So Emily News, I always was, he was a personal favourite of mine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you remember as well, and Emmett, Sean, you won't. Like, he used to be on a question of sport and in yeah. the early days yeah. of that, and, and he was just a bubbly character. So, yeah. growing up, Emlyn News was always a, a presence, maybe, in, in my life, in my home, from watching football and things like that. So, I just have a player there that I always loved, um, and he would be, as I say, he's won an awful lot. If you look at his, his honours, I think he's won about five league titles. He's won UEFA Cup, he won. FA Cups, he won uh, European Cups, you know, he won everything, you know, the fellow won everything and he was just a brilliant, brilliant player but it, it was a signing by, as I say, by Shankly, so Shankly builds his fourth grade team and then he starts to break it up and he builds a second team and he's bringing through the likes of Ray Clements, Kevin Keegan and all these, but it's when he brings in the likes of um, Emlyn Hughes before that and he just gave them something that he maybe didn't have. You know, that infectious enthusiasm. And we saw other players following. And I just think that he was a player that in the annals of our history deserves to be in the top 10. But, you know, it's all subjective. That's He's got in on mine. Again, it, it was hard to, to put these guys in. We chopped and changed positions on these an awful lot. But I just had to have Emily News in the top 10 somewhere. So we went in at 10. Emma, Michael Owen. Um, and, yeah, and no. I, I, do you know what I, I joked at the start that you're throwing yourself in off the, the 10 meter board here but if you look at it subjectively as to what you've done at Liverpool he's an incredible goal scoring record at Liverpool he, he yeah. wins an FA Cup final on his own is he's it is a better goals to uh, game to goals ratio than Rush believe yeah. it or not yeah um, look it, it, my list isn't the greatest if it was the greatest he wouldn't be there um, so it's the best um, the best players that we had. He, he won the Ballon d'Or. He couldn't possibly not be in there or the the, the Ballon d'Or as it was in 2001. Like he's, he's 17 or 18 when he bursts onto, onto the scene and he's absolutely mincing defences. Uh, he ran rings around Argentina. He was just a special, special player for us. Okay, it didn't turn out, way, t- turn out the way everybody wanted it to turn out, but I just couldn't not put him on the list of best, not greatest, of best Liverpool players. Listen, Michael Owen shows up in May 97, I think, in a defeat away at Wimbledon. He scores in a 2-1 defeat. And you're kind of going, and you see, he's probably the first player I remember at Liverpool where you go, where do you see this fella coming through? Because you never heard of that. You never really heard of that. You, You know, even with Fowler, you know, maybe around the city of Liverpool, people knew of Fowler, but 
no one really knew a Fowler out, outside of that. He just burst on the scene, scored five against Fulham, and then we, off we went, and he was exceptional. Um, but when Michael Owen turns up, you're kind of waiting, because, you know, I remember watching under-15s, England games, you know, like... Um, they were like home nations games. I think he plays one in no, Newcastle no, against Scotland or somebody, and you're kind of going, "Wow, this fuck, this fella looks really good." He comes on the scene, ninety seven, ninety eight. He's brilliant. He gets into the World Cup squad. We know what happens there. He comes back from the World Cup, and people are going, "Can he do it?" Goes and scores a brilliant hat trick at Newcastle. A couple of maybe a couple of games into the season, and he just goes from there, you know. And he's just unstoppable at times because he's given defenders five. 10 yard starts and eating them alive and he was a finisher he actually was a really good finisher um, he reminded me a bit of Shearer in his finishing that he there was very little nonsense in it he just put it in the back of the net mm. um, you know his hamstrings he gets bad hamstring injuries and he gets that really Jeez bad strings, not hamstrings <laughs> he gets them um, he gets them uh, one away at Leeds and I think it's around 2000 I think he gets one um, but he, he was an outstanding goal scorer for Liverpool. He ruins it all at the end for me, and I've said it loads yeah. and loads of times, by continuously for 18 months saying he was going to sign a contract and didn't. And we get 8 million quid from when he's in his prime. He's 24 years of age, is he? When, Three when, years after winning that Ballon d'Or. Yeah, that? Like, uh, and Real Madrid t- take us to the cleaners. Um, you you have to imagine the pressure that was on the likes of Fowler and Owen. To, to, like, they didn't come that long after Ian Rush. Do you know what I mean? And for someone to come into the to come into the team the age that he was, into the England team the age that he was, and do what he did, that's that's it. the reason why he's on the list is best, not greatest. <laughs> Just but, to uh, specify that before it's like an inbox. Yeah. And I think I think the assignment I think the assignment is, is that you know when he when he shows up in ninety six ninety seven, you know Fowler showing signs of the odd injury and stuff like that, and we've had the excitement over. Fowler, and then you have this, and you're kind of going, "Oh, this is the next one. This is the next one." Conveyor belt, uh, yeah. And like, forget if you're forgetting all the stuff away from what happened at the end, and subsequently what he's done and said um, for me, and the moves he's made in, in his career. Um, yeah, he's he. I don't know if he would make my top ten, but I can see why you put him in there for his goal scoring record alone, plus the memories like that FA Cup final. Um, he's in that treble season. He wins that Ballon d'Or. You know, he's he, he, he saves Liverpool on so many occasions. Um, so, yeah, I, I I understand. I understand why you have him in there. Um, will we have a look at number nine? Yeah. Let's have a look yeah. at number nine. Okay. can't believe Michael Owen made all this, Demet. That is absolutely <laughs> shocking. Now, it's you're best. Doing, you're on no, it's no, you're only doing this because you think it's going to a poll and you're trying to degrade him. <laughs> Get a get a head start on them. Well, but, if it is going to a poll, Graham Souness is featured in both of these teams in nine and ten. So you yeah. know what I mean. The good Liverpool fans out there will know the script on <laughs> right. this. Okay, and we'll down down mark these two bums for this carry on. Well, I, ha- I have to leave Shawnee for a minute on this because Shawnee uh, sorting out his internet and he will be back in a couple of minutes. I'll stay with you, Emma. You've gone with Souness at nine. Um, is there a reason why you haven't? That low is it? And and without it's it's more so of a it's more so of a I like you said I didn't really see that much of him and it was more retrospectively looking looking back on it. Mm. Um, so look, like Shawnee said, everybody makes it was though he was just a hatchet man. He wasn't. He was an absolute baller. And um, 
Vieira and Roy Keane, I think Shawnee mentioned Roy Keane, as good as they were, they didn't have a patch on Sunas. Um, no, I think like Sunas had eaten them alive. Eating them alive, like um, 10 times over. Um, but like I said, he got this kind of a reputation of being a hatchet man. But as a footballer, we've already mentioned, without going over what Shawnee said, like some of the goals that he scored, um, like his contribution to the team, like as much as he was a hatchet man, he could play football as well. Like, I mean, you have got players out there that are just hatchet men. And in history, there's been players that have been just hatchet men. But um, he was he could do everything. He could yeah. do it all. Um, Sean, he's back. We're getting a bit of interference from him. It sounds like the sound's coming out of his phone or laptop. Um, Keith, Terry McDermott. Delighted you to yeah. travel, man. Terry McDermott, again, it's similar to Emlyn Hughes. Terry McDermott's another favourite of uh, my family's... Um, Terry McDermott was an amazing footballer. Um, played centre mid, didn't he, with Graeme Souness, and mm-hmm. and they were just dominant, the two of them. Like, uh, he was a great goal scorer, scored a great goals, but he came into Liverpool and again was a player of the year, um, goal of the season winner. He scored, in my opinion, one of our greatest ever goals, the header against Spurs, uh, up until I think Mo Salah got one similar against City, wasn't it? Was against City? When Trent hit a crossfielder, Robbo clipped it in and oh, no, Salah hit no, it in. No, 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 no. The McDermott goal is way better. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's what, this was the best one. And then that came and got yeah, shades home, of that one. It's our home to sports. Sports, yeah. Home it's, to sports. It, it's and Dalglish sends it out with the highway and highway, highway puts it on the back post to McDermott, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and he, he was just a great, great player. We bring him in from Newcastle. He's a Liverpool lad. Bring him in from Newcastle. Played in the FA Cup final in 74 against Liverpool and signed for them just after that. Uh, went on, was there for all the major success. You know, when a lot of people would, when they talk about Liverpool's greatest ever teams, they look at the 87-88 uh, team and the 78 team as well. And he was a key player in that. He was just a brilliant footballer. Um, and again, a different era. You know, you're looking at, he loved the gargle. Do you know what I mean? But Back then, did. he was he was he was a, a a good party man as well, and you know, I just to, think, would, would you love to play in, in the seventies, Keith? It would have been fucking great. Ah, it? yeah, it would have. Yeah, a bit rough now, I have to say, a bit rough. I'm no, not but me and you would have loved it. Me way. and you would have loved a load of drink, right? A big sing song most nights of the week. Yeah, and then we went and played Middlesbrough under the weekend. Exactly, and when when Bob Paisley says, "Gav, you're on." Yeah. A bit of a cramp there, Bob. Ah, we'll this, Bob. Sit this one out. Have a smoke. Yeah, sitting there with three others having smokes as well. Big share bag of meanies. Not now, Bob. I'm having a smoke. Give us a shout <laughs> yeah. in a few minutes. <laughs> 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 Mind your neck being Bob with you, for fuck's sake. Yeah. But no, no, it's it, you know, a great area, great player. Um, done it. I played for Cork City as well then later on in his yeah. career. Um, but He's he's just a proper player, you know. He'll get the soonest one in. Proper proper player. Uh, he had everything. He had a perm. He had a moustache. He yeah. had pass and scores tackling. that goal at Spurs, doesn't he? Where he flicks it up and smashes it. I think he gets goals of the he season. He scores. Yeah, he's, he won goal of the season. But the, the header he gets against, and I, mean, I think it's Spurs. Spurs. It was Spurs. Seven nil. Seven nil. Fucking unreal. Um, if anyone hasn't seen that. Type in to YouTube. You can go off now and do it if you want. Um, yeah. This is what, uh, wait. It's worth watching more than us, to be honest. Um, Terry McDermott versus Spurs at Anfield and just watch the goal. It's fucking unbelievable. But is again, it, is it, is it, th- mm. what, what? I said Dag Leash hits it. 
I don't think it is that least. I think it's about semantics now, Gav. Yeah, yeah, I am. I, I am. I have someone else in my head, and his name's going to be in my head. But anyway, um, no, my. But again, you look at the medals. Look at the, the the trophy hall. All these players in that era have, you know, and and you can just there's players that won't be on my list that be on the boys list and, and people saying how can you not have him and how can you not oh, no, I'm going to tell you there's going to be more though when we get the 3-2-1 I'll be honest <laughs> and uh, yeah some of the some of these players um, they, they'll all differ all the lists will differ but yeah Terry Mack in there for me number 9 Shani you've gone with Alison Becker and I think it's I think it's a great show because I really want to talk about where he ranks in Liverpool, yeah, I'll, and I think I think it's probably. I'll only keep it simple. I'll keep it simple. He's the best goalkeeper we've ever had by a considerable amount, in my opinion. And um, we win nothing without, and we've won everything with him. And he scored a header. Arrest me, case. And he scored a header. He does christens and bare mitzvahs. Yeah, like, you know, just uh, I've like. The way people talk about Schmeichel, I think Alisson will be held in the same regard when he leaves. He's the best goalkeeper I've ever seen play for Liverpool. I think he's the best goalkeeper we've ever had. I think this current batch of teams, although it's 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 flooded with superstars, I don't think we win anything without. Yeah, just like, my opinion. Yeah, no, listen, Wait, I, I think I, he makes massive saves. <laughs> We, we um, won the Super Cup with Adrian and go. Yeah, well, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, but you don't play in the Super Cup. I'm only joking. No, well, he, he makes that big save at Napoli when you go on to win the, t- the tournament. He's brilliant in the European Cup final against Spurs. Like, he's yeah. fucking brilliant. Like, yeah. we're not good. Spurs have a couple of good chances, but anything that comes near to me either holds it or pushes it miles away from the goal. Um, mm. I, I think he's the best goalkeeper yet. He's the, definitely the best goalkeeper in Premier League area, without a sh- like without a shadow of a doubt. And um, the only argument you could put up against him is Ray Clements. Ray Clements has fucking medals falling out of every pocket he has. Do you know what I mean? He's absolutely adored by Liverpool fans. Um, the thing but, I'd say about Ray Clements, but I on think that's Alison, what he I think Allison is. He's, there's definitely a conversation, there, and I'm not going to say which way it would go. I just think again, looking back at footage of Clements and what he's won, Clements was a fucking unbelievable goalkeeper. Clements has the longevity, um, but I think Allison is a, a match winner. I think Ray Clements, while he obviously saved Liverpool on many, many occasions, he played. Would you say? But he played with a more dominant team in a dominant era. And Allison, when you mentioned the likes of the Napoli and there was Burnley and things like that, games when he's making saves he shouldn't be making. I think he's a match winner. I think he's our greatest ever goalkeeper as well. And Ray Clements again, longevity, medals, everything else. Alisson has it all, and he was on my list, but he didn't make me top ten. He's one I had to take out. But and let's, let's be honest, being, being a goalkeeper now is completely different to yeah, being a goalkeeper yeah. even ten years ago. Never yeah. mind forty years ago. Yeah, you I need mean, to have so much more now in your locker to be a goalkeeper. The only thing you just don't put, get away with it. I think the you thing won't that get might away push, with it. Push Alisson uh, maybe ahead if you are looking at this way is, I think the standard of teams Liverpool play against Jordan Alisson's tenure, and I mean, I mean in a sense of consistently. Teams that will threaten you, you know, as a poll, because Liverpool will go out and just dominate games in the 70s and 80s, like dominate them. You go back and watch full games, you can find them. And Liverpool just are 
like steamrolling teams. Um, I think if you look at Allison and the amount of teams that he comes up against that are a real, real threat and how good he's been. I, I think like, I'd love to find a 60 year old person that supports Liverpool and seeing Clements and seeing Allison and have a conversation about it. But it's definitely a conversation. I was delighted you put in a number nine, to be honest with you. Um, number eight. Here we go. Um, three new names coming up is here as well, which is cool. So, Mane, Suarez, Hansen. Shani, I'll stick with you. Sadio Mane. I think it's another good show to be perfectly honest with you, but go on. The catalyst. The catalyst to what became the the team that won everything. And this is, you could probably see this as recently, boys, but Mane was fucking near perfect for those apart from a, a wobbly couple of months he was so consistent for us again he was one of these who kind of laid the foundations down for club he comes in and he was absolutely brilliant and um, people might be thrown off probably his last six to eight months but even then at the back end of last season we've seen how important he is and i'm not gonna start going oh no we miss him but he was just brilliant gav he won everything he scored so many goals and to be honest with you, I would have liked him to stay. I won't say too much more on it because um, he's a new one thrown in. And it's personal from seeing him playing for Liverpool so many times in the flesh and always impressing. Um, a brilliant player and scored many, many big goals and walks away a, a Liverpool legend, much like Alisson will when he, when he finishes up. I think, the, I think the key word there is catalyst. I think Klopp takes his time on signings. He doesn't make, he makes Stephen Colker in the January, do you remember? And then he makes Mane as his number one target. And if that goes wrong, 30 million quid down in 2016, and that goes wrong, you're looking going, that's an expensive fucking problem you've made there. Even in 2016, at 30 million, but Mane just, fucking brilliant for Liverpool. And, and, and the thing is, Gav, like, he, he plays three Champions League finals for Liverpool. He puts up three 90-point seasons and he's only one and one to show for it. Yeah. it could, like, the bounce of a ball another way it could have so easily been different. Like, yeah. And that's just, that's the kind of level we're competing at. And we don't compete with City for that, those three seasons without Mane in the side. So, think about like, the, the trophies he kind of just so nearly missed out on only because of City in another era where Look, let's be honest. Look, going past all this, and it's not to take away from the older generation. Like in the years Liverpool were winning, dominating league football, he was finished second. Um, there was would have been a mix. There was probably Forest and yeah. that big mix. These lads are have been up against a fucking oil state, and it's the only reason why they're not dripping in gold. And that's just. Oh, no, That's look, the lay of the I, land. I've, I've, none against, I've none against Mane being in there because I think mm. he's been absolutely outrageous for Liverpool. Um, I think, like you say, Alisson, we don't win anything without Alisson. I don't know I don't know if we get that bounce. You know, we you don't get in the position to win without Mane. We don't get, that bounce. We don't get yeah. without that bounce on Mane, which it was, because you remember his fourth season, he was fucking flying, had to go off to the African nations. We fell apart um, and we, we just about got fought. Um, but, you yeah, know, I've no issue with him being there. Um Luis Suarez in for Keith. 
We spoke about it. We did on It was a great show. It was a great show. Lewis Suarez to me is the most. But we didn't um, probably shout enough and scream enough for loads of people to watch it. Brilliant. Very true. Well, very well, true. Well, you know. We can start shouting now. If no, you want. no, no. <laughs> Sunday night and all that. Now, now look, Luis Suarez. This is the one on my list, maybe that doesn't have the longevity. But for the fact that he was he was only here for whatever few seasons, and we spoke about the actual games played, wasn't as much as we he should have been. He's the most exciting forward I've seen at Liverpool. Um, we said he's probably the best sort of centre forward of the last 20 years in world football and to me we've had some great strikers at Liverpool and forward players over the years and he was he was the most uh, get you on the edge I see you know what I mean like other players I've got other players on this list higher that are attacking players that don't excite me as much as Suarez did uh, I just had to get him on because I just think he's brilliant same uh, again we, he's, he's yeah. just it's it's a player that that everyone you know we again we spoke about it we spoke about the controversy we spoke about the the issues that he had but when you looked at him playing it was just it's like Klopp says heavy metal football you watch videos of Luis Suarez and it's just crash bang wallop he's absolutely brilliant so I just had to have him in there because he's a, a favorite of mine over the last uh, 20 odd years yeah, just carry out my key said if I go on best he's probably number one if I'm being yeah. honest that's why I put him in there as well. He's the, the like best. Right? I mean, yeah, best. No, don't, don't get me arguing because it could go on only. Like. No, <laughs> that, but just I'm saying that's how good he was. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's, that's, that's just nailing the point that the difference between best and greatest, like, that hasn't been more naturally getting, naturally gifted, probably taken away from him, but there hasn't been many more gifted footballers at the club than. than Luis Suarez. Yeah. If yeah. you a lot of people shouting Peter Beardsley's name, um, yeah. what a player for Liverpool. Love them. Love oh, them. Like, just such a fucking good footballer. So intelligent. Um, vision. He had everything, Peter Beardsley. And Graham Smith sold him. Um, <laughs> Emmett, Alan Hansen. And we're probably going to go back here to the Alison Clemens thing because Alan Hansen, to me, is the one that you should be when you're looking at Virgil van Dijk, Alan Hansen is the one you should be comparing him against because Alan Hansen was, for me, the Rolls-Royce of centre-halves when you when you use that term when it comes to Virgil van Dijk because Hansen was... He's probably one of the most elegant centre-halves oh. you'll ever see play football. Um, he yeah, but... was like a midfielder playing at, at centre-half. Um, he just... He seemed to glide across the ground. Um, I had van Dijk in and I took him out because... Economy, and I would have, beforehand, I would have had Van Dijk as the best defender Liverpool have ever had. But I still think he's probably a season or two away or maybe a trophy or two away from overtaking Hansen. And and the only thing is, is that Hansen is kind of nearly like Van Dijk crossed with Mata because Hansen, when he took the ball out of defence, like he, he, the amount of mazes and runs he went on and, and, and decent goals that he scored as well. I know Mata has only got one. Hansen got a fair few. I think he got like <coughs> fourteen, is it, in his career? But just as he came out of the fence, he was just a joy to to watch. Now I only got the tail end of his career, but the fact that I had seen him, it made you kind of want to go back. And I had all of these videos of the eighty two, eighty three season and all, and he's just an unbelievable player. And I just have him shading Van Dyke slightly at the moment, just because 
of his act. Not both defensively are probably on a par. Maybe Van Dijk edges us slightly, but in terms of an all-round footballer and on the ball and what he could create from defence, I'd have uh, Hansen slightly edging Van Dijk. Hansen, uh, you're right, elegant. Um, could read the game. Could could win the ball in the air on the ground. Could move with it, pass. Um, there's one clip you, everyone's seen it in the Derby or uh, Goodison Park where he reads the ball, steps into, steps in, intercepts it, goes into midfield, and hits a pass that if Alonso or or uh, De Bruyne hit, you'd be going, "Wow!" He just bends this thing along the ground to um, Ian Rush, and Ian Rush just absolutely puts it away, and he's, I think that's the nice Ian Rush scores five, but. Hansen was a an incredible footballer, and when you talk about Liverpool's best centre halves, Virgil Van Dijk will come up in the conversation. But Alan Hansen is is probably the one you're comparing him to. I would imagine. Play, play, played golf, volleyball, and squash for Scotland as well yeah, at yeah, the junior just, level. Just, just an all round sports person. Yeah, he was. He was uh, Hansen was a combination of VVD and Agar's ball carrying. Says yes. Uh, number seven. Here we go. Two more new names for you. Robbie Fowler and Ian Callaghan. So, Sean and Emma have gone for Fowler. Um, Keith, Keith's gone for the old guard again and Ian Callaghan. Um, but, go on, Sean, I'll let you have the word on Fowler. Because I, I... God. God. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The, be- the best finish that a club's ever had. Most natural, yeah. Without a doubt. I- I'd say so. And yeah. It's a shame. It's kind of a shame the the era he was in because you put him in every other era and he just wrecks the gaff. And similar to Michael Owen, I think you could probably put it down to England probably running two of the most naturally gifted strikers they ever had into the ground in terms of what happened to him. He even came back. Look at the way he's revered, Gav, by fans. He oh. was one when I was just a baby. And people were in awe of him. And unlike like some of the older heads that we've named, a lot of his stuff is more accessible, but just every single type of finish you can imagine. And he was doing it at 18, 19, even playing for Liverpool. Just the most natural finisher you've ever seen in your life. He um God. And his per- and the personality to build. Yeah. Um he might not have won as much as some of this on these lists, but look. Just, just God. He's just. He burst on the scene in '93, I think it is. And for me, I'd seen the back of Beardsley, Aldrich, um, Rush is getting towards the end of his career, really, you know, around '93. Um, Barnes isn't the Barnes they used to be because of the Achilles injuries he had, and he's 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 just not the same player. And Fowler is just like, oh, this is exactly what I need. You know, um, I'm. 12 or 13 years old when he comes on the screen. No, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm about 11, 12 when he comes on the scene. And it's, he's just blowing your mind. Look, Is it like the dark, wasn't he? Because uh, yeah, because, because like... Going through a rough patch. And you've, you've seen all that. You've seen Rush, right? Goal scoring terms, right? And you're saying to yourself, this is another fella, but this... He was left-footed as well, Shawnee. And the left-footed always looked about a lot more elegant when he was finishing, but he, he could score headers outside the box, inside the box, curling it, lashing it, um, tap-ins. he done everything, but it all looked effortless to him. There was no... You know when you see some strikers and they're trying to adjust their body to shoot? He didn't. 
If it was there and it needed to be hit, right foot on the half volley or rising, it, he just done it. He was on fucking believable and he had that bit of pace about him. Not not electric pace, but he, in his brain, he was just timed runs perfectly. There is you got the quickest defender in the world, but Fowler the way he get in behind you and position his body where you couldn't touch him, and then it was just so natural the way he scored. And again, injuries do him, and. He doesn't get enough chances at England because they're playing, when he really gets into the height of it, they're playing Sheringham and Shearer. Um, but he, the amount of goals he scores for Liverpool, he's just, he's just fantastic. Um, I'm going to remove this on a little bit because I know we're only on seven and we're fucking 40 minutes in here. Ian Callaghan, talk to me, Keith. That's your fault for limiting this to an hour. Do you know what I mean? I People limit. know the I didn't limit it. No, but you're, you're you rushing know, us now. You're rushing us along. Like. <laughs> um, Ian Callaghan, so... Ghost of Gerloy is the saying, am I trolling with the list? No, why, why would I be trolling us with Your this list? list? Keith's it's list. my list. And Ian Callaghan played 857 games for Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? So if you don't know who Ian Callaghan is, you know what I mean? You, you probably should. So Ian Callaghan takes over from Billy Little in 1960 and he plays up to 1978. Uh, he wins it all. He's... The most appearances for Liverpool, he won an absolute stack. Liverpool lad um, was there through it all from Shankly through to Paisley. Um, there's, there's not much more I'm going to say about Ian Callaghan because, you know, there's not much more to say. But if you don't know about him, Billy Little was was the first superstar of Liverpool. And when his career was winding down, Callaghan, I think, was only 17 when he came into this team, played for 18 years, like, this fella is absolutely brilliant. And his importance to Liverpool, his importance to where Liverpool became, his importance to Liverpool winning the European Cup can't be understated. And I, I respect and appreciate players from the past. The lads have more modern players, that's fine. Um, but for me, Ian Callaghan, the great, the, one of the greatest players we've ever had, deserves a place on my list. Okay. Um, let me go to number six. Three new players for you. Fuck me. Here we go. Van Dijk, Ian Rush, Mo Salah. Emma, Mo Salah. Probably the one that we need to speak about the least. It's very, very recent. Um, I think he's unbelievable. Um, In terms of greatest players, he probably would he probably would appear on my list even if mine was greatest, but it's, it's best. So in terms of like his ability, his goal score and his push pushcast goal against Everton. Um, he's just been an absolute revelation since he came in. Uh, uh, not in the same vein as Mane, because Mane started it all off. But nobody nobody thought Salah was going to come in and do what he did. For him to go and do it for five, six seasons in a row is unbelievable. So he's a he's a six-season wonder at this stage. Um, and I just think he deserves a... a Spot in the top ten of the best Liverpool players ever. Um, he still has records to break. He's he's been phenomenal since he's been at Liverpool. Um, you know, I think I always have this argument over Salah and Suarez, and you know who goes down as the bigger reputation at Liverpool, and it's definitely Salah for me, definitely. You know, Suarez, you could watch that thirteen fourteen season over on a loop and be. Absolutely fine. Look, if I was Tom Hanks 
and you know I was stuck on that island instead of giving me Wilson I just like to read in a 13, 14 Luis Suarez place and I'd watch it for five years and I wouldn't give out to the video and I wouldn't throw the video around like like you'd be just helping that shot against us like I was in <laughs> yeah but listen, you'd be that full, your head would be that melted it probably does go in you know what I mean being on that <laughs> island but, that scene it. We yeah and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't treat that video like fucking Tom treated uh, Wilson to be honest with you because that was an absolute disgrace but the goals he scored and again the level he's brought Liverpool were at a level where they were top four when he gets there and he's just he's been a huge part a huge part of where we've got to and where we are now and you know probably should have more medals but what you're up against is cheats so it's hard but when when you take that all over Mo Salah goes down as yeah, he's right up there like when they do the next 100 players that shook the cup in when they do it in twenty twenty five or whenever, most is going to be right up that 10. list. Yeah, he's going to be right yeah. up that list. Um, Keith, no, sorry, Sean, I go to you, Van Dijk, because I want Van Dijk is interesting because Hansen is in there, and but Van Dijk again, it, it's just what these players bring, Sean, isn't it? And where where do you all come together and what do they do to the club? Where they were mm. at when they come in and where they are now? But he's he is he is ridiculous to watch. Again, like with Hansen, I can only kind of go off stories I was told, but Van Dijk is the best centre-half I've ever seen in my life, in the ever. He's the best centre-half I've ever seen in my life. He's making young lads want to be centre-halves again. And he was robbed of a Ballon d'Or. Yes. In 18-19. Fully agree. He's robbed. It's 19-20 or 18. The year we win the Champions League, he should have won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, 18-19. And then the year after... Yeah, yeah. He, he was robbed of a Ballon d'Or. There's no, like, there's no other two ways. But I don't even know who they gave it to that year. I don't know who it was. It Messi, been was it? Or something. No, it was Messi, Ronaldo and him, wasn't it? Wasn't it down to the Yeah, team? well, he, he was robbed of a Ballon d'Or. He should have won it. Um, he's transcended, for me, the, the centre-half position. Again, people will probably get put off by his bogey start of the season. But this fella has been there, per- like... He's been perfect faultless. for five and a half years. Faultless. Since he since the day he walked in, yeah, and we went up levels. This is the guy that they he used to count up. many times with dribble past, and you yeah. bring it up as a highlight. He's, a, match of the, he's day. the new goal. He's the new gold standard of centre half, um, yeah. in my opinion. He just he's the best I've ever seen. That's all I can say. I don't. All of them lads going on about Nesta, Brazy, and fucking. They all had each other. They all had each other. Now, don't get me wrong. Virgil's had dance good dance partners, but I don't. I can't remember a single player having as much as an impact on on a team um, as as Virgil Van Dijk. He's just the best I've ever seen. Period, and that that he's six in the list for like he's a centre back. I believe Hanson was brilliant, but even my old man said like Virgil is just I just incredible. Yeah, I find when you watch him, even when you watch him on TV, when you watch him in person. Yeah. And field or whatever, you you literally at there's yeah. two or three times during the game where you go, ah, stop that. You actually do yeah. do that. You go, ah, fuck off, Virgil. Will you stop yeah. that? It's stupid you, like, stuff he's doing. You see him all with attackers when you see when players are just on a different level, and you see the difference between like the good, the really good, and then the great ones. And the great ones look different when they're playing. Van Dijk looks different. Um, no, I don't think I've seen many like him before. Like, he's just 
again, recency bias for me, but he's the best centre half I've ever seen, and I had I could not do this list and not have him on it. That's what I asked Gav when he said that. I said, "Are we are we talking best, greatest impact on the and team?" And he won everything you, as well. If you're talking you impact you on the team, but, but you, I'd have Van Dijk in ahead of hands. But you, but you see, the thing is, right? Top ten Liverpool players of all time. You can throw any angle you want at it. It can be your favourite top 10. It can be the best that you think it is. It can be the guys that made the most impact. It can be the guys that could be the most loyal. The You know, you could literally pick 10 cult heroes if you wanted. It's whatever way you want to put it. And listen, I could throw this list on the internet tomorrow with no context and all you get slated. But if people listen... <laughs> no, but seriously, but if people, if people watch this... Or listening yeah, to the download, listen, if, they hear if, the reason behind your list, and then then they can take it in that context. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Keith, you should have like uh, many many centre halves. Like I know, kind of wins after the World Cup, but he should have won that. He was he should have won. He was the best player in the world that year. I think yeah. only Cannavaro has won it. Maybe yeah, but even then, like he's uh, yeah, he was the there, best player in the world playing centre half. Oh, he was. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely no doubt about it. Um, Keith, about yeah. time when he was putting him in. Uh, Ian Rush, 346 yeah. goals for Liverpool, I think, across yeah. two spells. And um, we we can talk about Fowler, we can talk about Owen, we can talk about Salah, we can talk about Suarez, Robert, but this guy is the best goal scorer Liverpool's ever seen. Yeah, uh, you know, and it, it comes down to people that have him higher, do you know what I mean? And that, that's fair enough. Like, just on Van Dijk before I get to Rush, I had Van Dijk and Alisson in my team, and I took them out for Emily News and Ian Callaghan as a nod to what they've done, but I agree totally in everything the lads have said there, because that true transition, tran, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They trans, transcend. uh, transform, transcendent. Transcend, that's the one. They, tra- they, they allow the team to, to grow beyond just being good to being elite and they deserve to be in there. But I just took them out for that reason. And anyway, but Ian Rush, Ian Rush comes sixth on my list. Ian Rush, yeah. I, I have this thing, right? The reason he's not higher for me is when I was younger, I hated number nines. Hated him. Right? <laughs> Ian Rush scored spawny, spawny, scuttery goals. Great goals. He scored great goals as well, but he scored a lot of shy. Now, scores that was a just villa. He scores a hat trick at Villa on a pitch that's literally concrete. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he, it's one of them is a left foot volley that just, you don't even see it coming off his boot. It's that good. It's in the back of yeah, the net. Yeah, it probably goes. bounces 18 times before it hits the net. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, it hits halfway up the net. Right inside the post, boom. He didn't even hit the top in, so that's Ships what I mean. Like, so Ian Rush, game. I must have been doing something else. Ian Rush scored great goals for Liverpool. Right? He, I, I'm only messing. He, he scored an awful lot of goals, and in there, there was an awful lot of shit. But he was there again through it all. He, he took a while to settle in. He comes in from Chester. Um, I think him and Ronnie Whelan sort of came through the reserves together and got in. And uh, he, he was just a great player, great goal scorer. Um, when you hit them, Ray Whelan, Ray Whelan thought you were trying to say transcend, transgender. Well, he probably said it. I probably did say it. Um, <laughs> but but in Rush, yeah, it's 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 just the numbers. You know what I mean? You cannot argue with the numbers, and I do have another forward in there. It'll never be broken. Yeah, and that's it. And. Um, you know, like I said, he's he scored a lot of spawny goals, but he scored an awful lot of them. Um, and that's why I have him on my list at number six. And the lads might have him in there higher because 
you know, I put in guys like Emily News and, and Ian Callaghan for what they've done for the club, and Ian Rush has to be in that list as has well. When you're the top goal scorer, with Ian Rush numbers. doesn't get the love because he looks like he'd serve you fish and chips in a roll of paper in the chip or something. Yeah. He doesn't look like a footballer. He looks great right now, doesn't he? He's he right having a bleeding great time now. Yeah. Yeah, he's having the a little great flavor time. saver over the lip. He just didn't yeah. look like a lead. He didn't. No. He wasn't. He didn't look like a superstar. Yeah, but I tell you, if something. he rushed, looked he wasn't like short. Cristiano I wouldn't Ronaldo. say he was short of offers. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was short of offers in the in the seventies, eighty with the hair. And I come here. I'd say Lee and Luke Chadwick done damage. You know how they <laughs> And he looked like a bleeding pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, before we get to the top five, we have to do a couple of ads to pay the bills, right? So first up is now a word from our sponsor, Better Help. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in a problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life but when you learn how to find your own solutions there's no better feeling a therapist can help you become a better problem solver making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small if you're thinking of giving therapy a try better help is a great option convenient accessible affordable and entirely online you get matched with a therapist really quickly after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time if you when you um if you want to use better help visit betterhelp.com slash day trippers today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better com slash day trippers ip vanish is our vpn friend um 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Protects your data. Ooh. Protects your um, your data, your passwords, your your location. All that sort of information um, whilst using a VPN. Um, use it on your phone, your tablet, your desktop, your fire stick, whatever it might be. And protect yourself because there is people out there trying to get all your money or your FIFA points. So listen, just use IP Vanish and they won't be able to rob your FIFA stuff. New FIFA's out in a few weeks and you don't want to start off on the bat foot. Shawnee's getting it because Shawnee's getting FIFA 23 to play pro clubs with me. So, um... <laughs> www.ipvanish.com forward slash day trippers you will get that for about 34 dollars which at the moment is about 34 euro which is a good deal for a vpn and last but not least is uh, paramount plus who are streaming all the champions league games this season um about 10 dollars a month i think i read somewhere and anyone that i've seen get it says it's really really good all the games, group games, last 16, quarter, semis, final, every single game, every minute of it, you can stream them through Paramount Plus. Um, we're into the top five. Um, I'm getting excited now. I'm not going to be honest with you. So let me see if we have any new names. Oh, yes, we have. We have one new name. And Shawnee brings it up. John Barnes. Shawnee, take a half an hour here if you need to. <laughs> yeah, Gav, the only reason he's not higher on my list because... Now don't you don't need um, to you don't need to say sorry to me. Come on. No, no, I I, I apologise in general because I, like growing up I know like he was my brother's hero. You know what I mean? He was a hero to so many. And there's actually there's more footage of fucking soonest than there is a Barnes. There's not actually that much of them. I don't there know used whether to be it is a, a sixteen minute video on YouTube with John Barnes and it but was fucking he, outrageous. Just like again, he was the probably the best player in the world for two or three years when he was at Liverpool and one or all unfortunately he didn't he didn't really get the strongest stuff in Europe for Liverpool but there's no doubt in my mind he, he he probably would have won a European Cup or two with Liverpool over those seasons if I'm being honest um, look again I, I'm actually apologising to the to 
to the rest of the chat and everything because I heard I heard fables of this fella and just how good he is and any time Gav has 13 points deep in Liverpool he, you get your ear roasted off you for two and a half hours <laughs> yeah. wherever you are even you just be talking about him in his sleep in the hotel room yeah. record myself when I send it to you in the morning yeah uh, but what a fucking player majestic from what I've seen the clips some of the goals the skill I, I had him as a as a legend on FIFA I was just talking about FIFA there he was just giving the ball all the time um, he could rap, you know what I mean? He, he jumped on the ball in motion. He was fucking brilliant on that as well. So, yeah, John Barron's only fifth in my list because I just I rate the players ahead of him higher for other reasons. But uh, without doubt, if this is a best and we're talking football and ability, like he's top three probably. Uh, he's top one. He's the <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. He's the best player Liverpool have ever had. Um, I'm not going to say any yeah. more than that because I am going to do my top 10 list. It will be the best that I think my 10 yeah. best. And if you're listening or watching in the comments after, put your 10 in. And, and you know what? Ten, if if anyone, your 10 matches mine, I'll buy you something nice. Just flood me on Twitter with, with clips of him because I do. Like, he's, he's the one. Like, I, always I do this on WhatsApp and you don't read them. <laughs> he's the one player I wish I could have seen. Oh. Play for like if you say to me you can see one player playing for Liverpool. John Barnes is in it. his prime. It's John Barnes. Unbelievable. They yeah. just fucking unbelievable. Um, but I am going to do my top ten. I haven't done it tonight, but I am going to do my top ten probably tomorrow. So if you're watching after the show, stick your top ten in the comments of what you think my top ten will be. Spoiler: John Barnes is number one. Um, <laughs> but if it matches anyone that matches, I'll put you in the drawing. I'll buy you something nice. How does that sound? Because I'm sound like that. Um, Keith Payne, number four. <laughs> um, I'm gonna move on because obviously Sunes Rush is in there already. What? What? Whoa! 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 What? I don't get Sunes. Did you not talk about Sunes earlier? No, I didn't. Anyway, I just very quickly want to say I don't want to talk about Sunes, but before we move on. I was toying with the idea of changing my number three down to number five and pushing these two up, and I didn't, and I regret it. But yeah, soon as fifth. Right. Okay. I think everyone's top five. Yeah, dealing with the top players that the club ever had. You know right. what I mean? So at four, Shani has put Salah in there, which is fair. He's, it's the second time he's appeared on the list. Um, Emma had him in at six. Barnes uh, is in there at number four for Keith is one ahead of Shani's pick, and Suarez appears on Emma's list after being eight on. Keats, I want to get down to four, three, two, one. To be honest with you, uh, three. Here we go with three. Um, Rush Salah appears. Steven Gerrard comes in at number three for Emma. Let the games begin. Emma, Steven Gerrard. <laughs> yeah, like I keep saying it. Mine is the the best. Um, if you're talking greatest, these probably in the top one, like you said about Barnes. Um, longevity, played in a team full of shams, um, basically dragged them over the line so many times. So many times he could have a goal of the season competition just all by himself um, and just was Mr. Liverpool for so, so long. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd have him in terms of ability, best Gerard number three. Okay, I am going to leave Jared for a minute because you, you two boys are going to have him up there so you can both get a chance <clears> to talk about him in a minute. Um, I think it's so hard when you get to one, two, and three, but Gerard is just... 
Gerard just rocks on the scene, scores that goal against Sheffield Wednesday. His debut was actually, I think, away at Spurs against Ginola. He plays right back, and Ginola gives him a bit of a roasting, which is understandable. Ginola was at the peak of his powers probably at that time, and Gerard is a, like you know a lanky eighteen year old or whatever he is yeah. coming on. But the growth in him, you know, from saying even ninety eight to. He's a treble winner in 2001. He gets the captaincy in 2003. He drags us through that European Cup thing in 2005. The FA Cup final is just ridiculous. Um, you know, and it just goes on and on. And then Torres turns up. Gerard goes as a number 10 after being a centre midfielder, a deep midfielder, a wide midfielder. Right winger. He, he goes into his number 10 and just looks like the best number 10 in the world. Um, you know, he has that couple of years with Suarez where they just look like they're just brilliant together. And then, you know... Hodgson kills him um, and Rodgers reinvents him a little bit but that quarterback thing that they keep talking about but he was really good at it but his legs start to go and that's understandable not only because of what age he's getting to but he's, he's so many miles in the legs that we talk about you know nowadays when you go oh this fella's so many miles in the legs and he's played two seasons like Gerrard had a lot of injuries uh, through his career well a fair amount of injuries but he plays so much football for Liverpool and everything is on his shoulders for the vast majority of it he's a phenomenal footballer like a phenomenal footballer and I love the arguments over Kevin De Bruyne and Steven Gerrard and people going oh well uh, you know Gerrard is quite clear or De Bruyne's quite clear and these show stuff like ratio which I still don't know what the fuck that means um, and I just sit back and I go I can absolutely understand Kev De Bruyne being put up there because he's brilliant but I can also understand Stephen Jarrett being put up there because he was fucking magnificent. Um, are you laughing at me? You're laughing at something. About you? oh, I'm laughing at Jay, and I, I uh, he was on there a few weeks ago, and I put up. He was shocked that I put up the, the, the comment that he said. But he said greatest. I this my list is the best. Jay uh, greatest. He's probably up there in the top two. But it's the last word, the two words that he says. Yeah, I know. Yeah, can't read the note, Jay. Don't get yourself a bad. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Uh, number two. Okay. Uh, boom. Shawnee's gone for Daglish. It's his first appearance. Keith's gone for Gerard. Emmett's gone for Barnes. So I'll let you all have a word on each of them players, right? So, Keith, talk to me about Stephen Gerard. <laughs> Ah, he was phenomenal, phenomenal player. Um, had it all. Um, he, Emmett was right. He played with absolute shy for a lot of a lot of years at Liverpool for the time he was there, and he drove them on and he pushed them, and he had that will to win. Um, I I would put him ahead of Sunes because of again he was there for a long time. He was missed at Liverpool. Sunes was there only for six years, but. Gerard unfortunately never got the holy grail of a Premier League and made a balls of it when he had the chance of getting it, you know what I mean? And it's just such a shame because I think if he'd have got that little cherry on top in an era when, you know, they're not as free, as freely available as the lads in the 70s and 80s were hoovering up league titles. If Gerard could have got that one, it may have pushed him up number one on my list, but I just think he was a phenomenal. Ah, you're not one of them. Fuck me. What? The fella won everything in football bar the league title and he just yeah, gets matched for it. Yeah, it's, it's not even that he didn't win a shiny. It's that he bought it. I'd love him to win it because slip. even if he won he go. Yeah, he well I'll tell you win. what, I I'll get the I'll get obviously everyone you, else. You'll get you're getting a award on Gerard because he's he's your number one. Right? we know this. Um <clears throat> Shawnee, Kenny Daglish, another man that was around before your time. But yes. still at the club. He's still there. He's 
He I, is Liverpool. I think, he's biggest, I think he's the biggest figure at Liverpool in their whole history. Yeah, Daglish is Liverpool. Daglish is Liverpool. And I was having a chat with my old lad yesterday because I was kind of just doing a little bit of digging with him. And I asked him, and he reckons, you know, he reckons, he reckons Daglish is the greatest British player of all time. And your father, of course, is a sports fan. My dad is a sports fan. Yeah, nice man. I met him. And, and he reckons. Daglish is the greatest British player of all time. And I know lads who support Celtic and how unholy they talk about. But again, this is greatness we're talking about and legacy. And Daglish did it in nearly every role available in the club. Um, He guides the club through the most difficult period in its history, Um, being Hillsborough. And he does what he does for people. It nearly broke him. It broke him as a man, but we can't not forget what he did as as a footballer. And when you just watch him back, he was fucking unbelievable. And the thing is, Daglish is one of them players that could play in any era. You could throw him in now, and who knows what he'd be or how much he'd be worth. But the goals he scores, the trophies won, when he walks away, he will have a statue. Uh, he has a stand right now, but he'll have a statue. Yeah, I'm fair one day, and so he should because he was literally Mr. Liverpool, and he still is. Look at him now as a figurehead around the club. And there's only one like sole reason why I have Gerard ahead of him, and we'll get on to that. But um, Kenny Dalglish for me just embodies Liverpool, just everything about him completely embodies Liverpool. Um, seeing all, one or all, and the king, King Kenny. I, I'm going to let Emma get on to Barnes and then we'll have a little row at the top at the number one but I genuinely think Daglish is the biggest figurehead in Liverpool Football Club's history and I know people will say to me no Shankly don't get me wrong Shankly from 59 to um, 74 um, takes Liverpool from the pits to you know being like everything like bar the European Cup he does everything he can at that club with infrastructure around the club just everything he wants to be the absolute he sets standards that have to be kept and that's his legacy I think right to this day I think that's Shankly's legacy and that Liverpool hold themselves to a standard and that standard isn't made up you know um, in, a, in a back room somewhere and on a cigarette packet that's from Shankly and that's his legacy but I'm, and it's not to disparage Shankly in any way but when I look at Kenny Daglish as player um, replacing a brilliant Kevin Keegan by the way like massive massive pressure on him when he signed to Liverpool in 77 after Keegan's won the European Cup and gone to Hamburg the player he is what he wins he wins European Cups three European Cups um, whatever amount of leagues he goes in as he goes in as as player manager and people are like is this fella fucking mad you know well, who he's following in, in the likes of Paisley and Fagan drags that team to a double in 86 like he gets them all together and, and wins that um, produces for me arguably the best Liverpool side you've ever seen in 87-88 and what he does around Hillsborough stands him above all people and I mean that from the bottom of my heart it stands him above everybody because not only does he manage the football club he manages an entire city he manages an entire city um, during that time and he's still at the club and he walks around that club like the hu- most humble fellow you will ever ever see and everybody 
is still in awe of. Go back, look at the stuff this week, the Liverpool legends. They meet Kenny Daglish and they're all still, it's Kenny Daglish. They're nearly, yeah, yeah. They're, nearly, they're taking a step back because it's Kenny Daglish. So yeah, I I just think Kenny Daglish is just phenomenal. And I know there's on a playing side, but Daglish is just, I think he's the best. Um, I just think he's the best person that's ever been at Liverpool. Ridiculous player as well. Like, oh, so good. Unbelievable. So fucking good. Um, the, the assists, the goals, Everything about him, such such a clever player. Emma, do you want a word on John Barnes before we get into the top one? Yeah, yeah. Look, I probably won't be able to wax lyrical about John Barnes as much as you can, Gav, but he was my first Liverpool hero. I, when I played football when I was younger, I was a striker, so I admired Rush and I had number nine on me back for Rush's goals. But in terms of football and ability, John Barnes was next level. Um, I said Hanson glided, glided across the ground with the ball. Yeah, he hasn't a patch on John Barnes. Oh my God, to see him moving across a football pitch is unbelievable. It's he was like a he was like a ballet dancer, Marsardo, and a footballer. The way he moved across a football pitch, unbelievable. And, and I mean, you're talking the eighties. They're still throwing in hip high tackles at some stages, and he's just riding the challenges and 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 still getting getting the goals and like I know later on in his career he kind of they changed his position he gets that so midfield. 91 I think it is he gets the, the Achilles and it just kills him but um, yeah my my first favourite footballer ever when I was younger yeah I'm, I'm genuinely going out to find clips of John Barnes after this descent oh you? stop um, on John Barnes before we go to the number one Sean you touched on something and you were spot on there's not enough coverage on footage of John Barnes I had a conversation a few years ago with a Man United fan going on about Cristiano Ronaldo being the best winger that's ever been in England and I'm like you've never seen John Barnes and another United fan that was there it's an older fella older than me and uh, I put him on the spot so what was John Barnes like and he goes ah Nothing much, nothing much. So what was John Barnes really like? He goes, he was fucking amazing. He said, I hated John Barnes. He said, he was brilliant. Edge of the seat stuff with him all the time. The goals, the close, the close control, the strength, he had it all. And there's just not enough, not enough videos of him. The goaling in the Maracanã for England, you have to go searching for that to see yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? I've like, seen this a clip of I think they play United at Anfield. I think it's United and they get a penalty that they shouldn't get and they, they don't get a penalty that they should get both on Barnes I think and you want to see him <laughs> it's fucking madness like you know, I think it's United it's against and they're literally there's four or five and just chasing this fella around the pitch and they haven't got a fucking mm. breeze what's going on um, number ones though here we go Sean he's gone for Gerard. Keith has gone for Daglish and so has Emma Um Keith, Dalglish, Emma Dalglish. If you want to add anything about Kenny Dalglish before Shawnee sews this up for Stephen Gerrard, go ahead. Because Shawnee literally is lining up this volley as we speak. Kenny Dalglish, the best player we've ever had. Like, in my opinion. Well, I grew up with Kenny Dalglish as the best player we've ever had. Stephen Gerrard, like I said, came in in a team that wasn't as good and Kenny Daglish was winning everything and I just feel that Kenny Daglish is the symbol of Liverpool as you said I think what he is in Liverpool it doesn't not that it overshadows what he done on the pitch because what he done on the pitch was brilliant and if you watch back the clips like he wasn't a goal scorer like Rush but the creativity that he had the passing that he done and he scored big goals as well but some of the passing that he done was 
I wouldn't say ahead of its time, but it wasn't seen as frequently back in the 80s and late 70s as it may be now. You know, little dummies and little little um, drag backs and things like that that weren't part of the game. He was just such an intelligent footballer and he wasn't big. But his arse obviously was. He had a huge arse, yeah. His arse was huge. and that, But that it was so effective. Do you know what I mean? It was so effective. And the, the strength that he had to hold players off, um, I think you touched on it, Gav. You know, he's revered at Celtic. He's revered at Liverpool. He goes to Liverpool in 78, right, when Keegan leaves. After the 77, yeah, 77, 78, after the European Cup final when Keegan leaves. He's only there, obviously, he stops playing when, 86? He's, he's winding down. Like, he's not there that long when you think about it. But the impact that he has in those years... And that's without touching on to what happened at Hillsborough because before Hillsborough, he was the greatest. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, the, when we were growing up, he was, Kenny Daglish is Liverpool, is the greatest. And then Hillsborough happens and it took the it took lumps out of the man and lumps that he maybe only took years to recover from. And, you know, everything that he does, he's Mr. Liverpool. And I think in a hundred years, he'd be Mr. Liverpool. And that's just where he ranks for me, number one. Number one for you as well, Emmett. Yeah, um, just like what Shawnee's dad said, <clears throat> that he's the greatest British footballer of all time. People will argue that maybe George Best was the greatest British footballer of all time. But I think there was an interview with George Best and he put um, that leash up there with De Stefano from um, Real Madrid. And he says that's probably the highest um, compliment that he could pay to him. Um, he had... He was runner-up in the Ballon d'Or, or the, the equivalent of the Ballon d'Or in 83. Um, the biggest arse and the biggest smile in football. Mm. But I think he's got uh, he's got 160-odd assists. I think he's probably the top assister ever yeah. for Liverpool. Um, so, um, yeah, unbelievable footballer. Uh, saw passes that nobody else did. Probably, I, I think I watched an interview, somebody talking about him before, and he said that he was always two or three passes ahead of everybody else. That's how how good his football and brain was. A special, special player. Shawnee, I'll give the last word on this top 10 of all time Liverpool players to yourself. Stephen Jarrett. Again, this is this is just my opinion, but you can take every single player on that list from the other annoying players, because we all have Jarrett in, and you could put any one of them in any team that Jared played for at Liverpool, and he would have won nothing. He would have won nothing. Zero. None of them. None of them. You could have put Daglish in the all four all five team. Rush, Salah, Barnes, Van Dijk. Any one, any one of those single players in that team, we don't win anything. You put Paul Scholes in that team in all four all five, we don't win anything. You put Frank Lampard in that team all four all five. You don't win a fucking single thing. He wins everything bar the league title at Liverpool. And the shite he dragged through. He carried the club on his back for a fucking decade and it smashed him physically because after our way on nine, he was more or less done. In a couple of years, even 13, 14, he's not at his best. But Steven Gerrard gets his game in every team Ever. It's a he for, I wish he left Liverpool in his pump because I really do feel he would have got the, the fucking the 
the flowers he deserved from everyone else. Because everyone hates us. And he was so close to getting us over his line so many times. And it's used as a stick to beat him with by these fucking angels. But he had absolutely everything as a footballer. Okay. Tackles, passing, shooting, <laughs> heading, leading. He had absolute... You look back, Gabby, you look... And he could play in every area. No joke. Like, no, seriously. I do you get what I'm saying? I, I, I 100% just get what you're saying you because put, I've seen... You I've could seen. put any one of those players... You, you could literally replace Gerrard in the teams he played for. The, the FA Cup for 4 5 5 6 Them two cup finals. You could put any other player from Liverpool's history in there. And we don't win on... We don't win them trophies. Without him in the in the, the, in the noughties, what do we win? Yeah, I'm... Honestly, I, I I I tend to agree with you. I I, I like and look I, at the, and look at the way players players talk about. Oh yeah, like that's Kev's the key. Is there, look what the likes of the Z- Zidane says about him. You know, yeah. uh, Jose Mourinho, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho, Ferguson wanted him at United. Ferguson for wanted him. Uh, Mourinho tried to sign him three times. Chelsea, Real Madrid, and I think he tried to sign with Real Madrid, didn't he? And around all nine. Um, yeah, Inter yeah. Milan. He tried. He wanted him to Milan as well, um, and he just he knew he wouldn't get him away. But um, listen, it's 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 whatever your personal taste is when it comes to this. Seriously, yeah. because and I think you'd be all I day. Think he was let down Jared by the club in the end as well, with the way he went, and that's one one of the main reasons I hate Rogers because he fucking treated Gerard like any other Joe Soap. Mm-hmm. He should have been never allowed to leave the club. He should have yeah. been leaving the club on in a fucking wheelchair. I know he didn't. He would have played. He would have stayed and played. Yeah. He, he said he regretted that, didn't he? Didn't he come out and say he regretted that? He, a, he, he, would have, he would have 100% would have stayed and played. It was fucking a power move with that little fucking tick, Rogers. That's all that was. Just yeah. a, a little And at the same time, asking for me. Uh, and at the same time, asking to text Tony Cruz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, listen, great. lads. I'm just saying the greatness of the Todd. Look at how highly we spoke of every other player on this list. And this is purely, and I respect. Oh, his internet's done a banger. Uh, but, listen, um, Thor says, Jesus, what is Shani's day job? You should be making arguments in court. We, he's like my cousin Vinny, isn't he? Um, yeah. Someone said he looked like Reggie Cray earlier. Yeah, Reggie Cray. <laughs> um, no, his internet's having an absolute disaster. Something, and I wouldn't mind his internet. It's usually bang on. Yeah. Um, Look. Can we do one or two honourable mentions? I think yeah. we mentioned one or two. Beardsley, what a player. Yeah, yeah. Alonso, good <clears throat> to mention. Um, Keegan. Phil Neal. Phil Neal yeah. is still the most decorated player of Liverpool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steve Nichol was a great player. Ray Kennedy was in my list and I, I chopped him out as well. Um, another great player from Jan Moby is a great player. Jan Moby. Xavi Alonso. Thiago, yeah. if we're talking about ability, is one of the best footballers that's ever wore the Liverpool jersey. Obviously, he's not yeah. making this list, but there has been so many great players. And even like, honestly, I think I still might have that VHS somewhere. And you can actually get them converted now into DVD and all, can't you? You can get it on YouTube and all. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm genuinely going to go off and um, find clips of John Barnes to send to Shiny because he, he deserves it. And it was his birthday. Yeah, that that, 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 that yeah. goal against Brazil in America. It's the most Brazilian goal ever scored against yeah. Brazil, I'd say. Ronnie Whelan says Jay Whelan. Um, he's only saying that because his name is Whelan. Um, but Ronnie Whelan <laughs> was a fantastic footballer. Yeah, fantastic yeah. footballer for Liverpool. Um, 
I think was there a thing on tonight on RTE? Yeah, there was. Yeah, was it tonight. He was in home farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McManaman. There's one for the shout. McManaman yeah. was great. I loved McManaman. Um, oh, no, not so much now, but I love. I, I loved like him. It. I loved him as a player, McManaman. I really, really did. Um, but look, uh, that that's that's the list. So let's go through them quickly. Shawnee's top ten: one Gerard, two Daglish, three Rush, four Salah, five Barnes, six Ten up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> ten <laughs> Sunes, nine Allison. Eight man eight. You do this the next time then. It's like top of the pops. You leave the it's not like top of the names. pops. It's, not. it's exactly like top of the pops. Ten Sunes, nine Allison, eight man eight, seven Fowler, six Van Dyke, five Barnes, four to Salad, Russian Tord, Dag Leash, just behind Gerard. Keith has gone for Emlyn Hughes, Terry McDermott, Louis Suarez, Ian Callahan, Ian Rush, Graham Sunes, John Barnes, Salah in Tord, Gerard. Uh, just being pipped by Dalglish. And Emma has gone for Michael Owen, Graeme Sunes, Alan Hansen, Robbie Fowler, Mo Salah, Rush in fifth, Suarez in fourth, Gerard in third with Barnes just ahead of him. But again, Dalglish comes out on top. So Dalglish, Dalglish, and one vote for Gerard at the top. Um, I really enjoyed that, I have to say. Um, going through it, um, it was a lot more measured than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a lot of abuse thrown at each other, but that wasn't. It was great. Jake Semester says, fuck's sake, Gav, you wrecked the order. Jake Semester despises me, um, but, I, but I actually like I it. Well, I think he is onto something because when I when I try to do some shows this week, he'll know they'll give out about it. Then he'll watch and then probably give out to me again. But I'm okay with it. He's like the new Red Steve. He's like a 2022 version of Red Steve. Um, but look, it's been a fantastic show. Um, I've really enjoyed it. We wanted to do it for a while. Um, we're trying to do these things during the international break because, fuck's sake, what else? We what else would you be doing? But the football and the build-up will start again tomorrow towards the game against Brighton the weekend isn't it three o'clock Saturday um, but before we go Bobby's wish to walk is about 7,000 euro from its target okay they had another um, fundraiser yesterday where there was people on exercise bikes like dozens of them um, doing all sorts of shit so that looks like it went really well and hopefully that bumps up his total but 7,000 from the end and um, we really want to get into this because if you get into this now there might be a chance he can get to America before Christmas and get his treatment and what a Christmas present that would be for him and his family. So the link is in the description. Go in there, throw a fiver in, throw a tenner in. If Nabi Keita is the has has Guinea played at internationals? Has, so, is Nabi Keita in Guinea? Somebody put in somebody put in the chat there uh, that Salah's been sent back early. Yeah, but is but if if Nabi Keita does not make an appearance in this international break, um I will give fifty euro to uh, Bobby's wish to walk as promised. But if you can um, throw uh, a few quid, if you can't, of course, share it with your friends, family, colleagues, whoever it might be. If you're in the pub at the weekend, there's a load of you there. Send it around the table. Everyone put a fiver in, and everyone will feel great about themselves. Uh, Jake Smith says, "I love you, really, Gav." That's being sarcastic. He clearly, fucking despises me. I'm trying to cover his tracks now. But fair play to you, uh, Jake. Um, but listen, that's Bobby's wish to walk. That's the biggest thing at the moment, and it's seven thousand short of a massive one hundred and fifty thousand. So get on that if you absolutely can. Um, Red Steve says that the Jake account 
account as his burner account. I'd well believe it. Um, Ali A just says no. Okay, he's not giving any money, I don't think. But um, some other my um, oh sorry, he said no with regards to Happy K. <laughs> um, he hasn't played right. Well, then I do owe fifty quid to Jake. Uh, Jake, I don't know, not giving Jake anything. Uh, Bobby's wish to walk. I owe fifty quid to that. And as I said before, I'm going to put my top ten in the community tab on our YouTube channel um, tomorrow. So you have until, say, 10 o'clock tomorrow night to put in what you think my top 10 Liverpool players are. My favourite, and I'm not saying best, greatest, my favourite 10 Liverpool players. If you match it exactly, I'll I'll buy you something nice. We'll see what where you are. It depends where you are in the world. If you're in Dublin, I'll buy you a few points. If you're in bleeding America, I don't know. I'll, I'll send something to you. Um, the cop update is back from tomorrow. Five days a week, hopefully. 11 a.m. live every morning um, on the YouTube channel and available then shortly after for your download. So tomorrow, we'll talk about, we'll have a look at the international break and whatever else you want. That show is always about you coming on and telling us all the news and we'll talk about it. Half an hour at 11 o'clock in the morning. So that's back on a full-time basis as well. And the rest of the week, um, I don't know if we'll have winners and losers tomorrow, but we might. Um, we'll... I don't think we'll do anything Tuesday. We might do another special show on Wednesday if we can come up with a good one because the last two weeks have been really good. Thursday, we will have a viewer's voice looking forward to the weekend. Friday will be Premier League forecast. Saturday will be full-time Reds. And Sunday, we will be back with the Fatback Four. Keith, or sorry, Emma, anything else before we go? No, no, all good. All good, really enjoyed that, yeah. Happy, happy, happy. Okay, um... Johnny's Johnny's had enough. He's gone. Um, MC wants a draft... Oh, okay. Um, let's do a draft on Wednesday for MC. Let's pretend it's his birthday. We do a draft. Who wants to draw up a draft for Wednesday? Do a draft. Don't, then, don't all jump at once. It'll be me doing it, isn't it? Of course, it will. <laughs> well, uh, we'll do, it. do you want to do? Do you want to set up a draft with loads of horrible rules? Yeah, if you wanted, you like being a bastard. But if you want to know you <laughs> being the guest, like I'll yeah. do it. Well, you do. You do. You be the bastard on Wednesday, and I'll be a guest. Yeah. Right. Okay. Draft is coming on Wednesday. There you go. Emma, anything else before we go? No, no. All good. All good. Um, mm, let me see. Anything else before we go? G10 says, great show, lads. Thanks. No, thanks to you for watching. Absolute stars. That has been the Fatback 4. I've been Gav. Shawnee, Keith and Emma have picked our top 10. We're not going to put them on the internet because they just don't want the abuse and Shawnee will only have 10 you the fuck off. Anyway, that's how it goes. <laughs> that's been the Fatback 4. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Podcast Network.